Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Test this morning. Father, we say good morning. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for bringing us into a new day. We enter your gates with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praises. We say thank you for the privilege to worship you again today. We say thank you for the gift of life, for the breath in our nostrils. We say thank you for the fellowship that we share. Lord, receive all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. We say thank you for the precious blood of Jesus by which we can cry out, Abba, Father, this morning. We say thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise, precious Lord. We declare our praises again this morning. You are Alpha and Omega. You are beginning and end, Lord. You were before the beginning. And when all is said and done, after the end comes, Lord, you will still be here. Because you are the ancient of days. Receive all our praises once again in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time in your presence to read our Bibles again, we ask once again, Lord, that you will speak to us. We ask that, Lord, you will help us to learn in your presence and cause your name to be glorified in our lives once more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study, our wonderful study of an harmonized study of the gospel, the synoptic gospel of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then the book of John. Yesterday, we took on the crucifixion of Jesus and read from Matthew and Mark, and we agreed that they said exactly the same thing, exactly the same thing. But I'm going to emphasize on them this morning before we move on to Luke. But my uh, thank you, appreciation to everyone joining in again this morning. God bless you. I have an announcement this morning. I'll take it now and again remind us at the end, um, due to the feedbacks I have received, we will go back to releasing the devotional early in the morning. For those of us in Nigeria, okay, we will be receiving our devotional. Usually we took the devotional at two, but from feedbacks I received, some wanted it much earlier, say six, seven, eight. Okay, so, um, but with the feedbacks I have now and what I have collected, um, the majority will want it earlier in the morning, say about two, three. Okay, so that's when two, three a.m. That's when we will get it from now. 
I hope somebody is happy. Hallelujah. All right. So let's go back to the book of Matthew. And I'll take this announcement again at the end. So let's look at what happened on the cross. We confirm it and then we move to the book of Luke because we know that Mark has exactly the same thing with Matthew. So on the cross, as Jesus was going to be crucified, we will notice we will note the events that happen. As he is taken out to be crucified, they got a man, okay, they met a man on the way. His name is Simon, he's from Cyrene, and forced him to carry the cross, okay? So, when they got to Golgotha, okay, they offered Jesus wine, they offered Jesus a drink, but he refused to, he refused it, that's true, okay? Now, then, naturally, they crucified him, they crucified him, that's three, and then divided his clothes by casting lots. Okay, they divided his clothes by casting lots. Um, we note that on written over his head was that sign, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews, right? Okay, we note that. We also note that two rebels were crucified one on his right and one on the left. That would be five. Okay. Um, so that's majorly what we want to know. Yes, okay, no, no, no. Let's still go on that five. Then we also note what Jesus said on the cross. According to Matthew and Mark, the only words Jesus uttered on the cross is Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani, right? Yes, my God, my God why have you forsaken me okay so that's what we note from matthew matthew and mark of course we know that they taunted him and all that but we would not take particular notes of those ones we just take notes of things that related directly to jesus all right so let's move on now of course we stopped on verse 50 when Jesus cried, gave a loud cry, and gave up, and gave up, gave up his spirit, or gave up the ghost. Um, so if you look at this, uh, especially when we get to Luke, you will see some difference. And even, especially John is the most stretched. Because according to John, John was there. And he was right there on the cross and spoke to Jesus at the cross. I know that you had not paid attention to how different the account is with Matthew and Mark and then with John. Okay? Matthew and Mark did not capture Jesus talking to, talking to, talking to Jesus at all. Okay? But the fact that they, they captured that Jesus gave a large shout before giving up the ghost automatically tells me it was imp it was possible for him to have said some other things right yes it was possible he could have said some other things and those other things are what we will now note in Luke and John so let's go to Luke chapter 23 Luke chapter 23 we are only taking the crucifixion right 
only the crucifixion. From verse 26, Luke chapter 23, verse 26, says that or the crucifixion up to where Jesus gave up the ghost. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene. You know, when you read Matthew, Matthew said they met him. <laughs> it wasn't a meeting. Okay, okay, so I guess the language is correct. They met him, right? They forced him. Because he says, Luke says that they seized Simon. You see why the harmonization helps us understand the true picture, right? It wasn't... Simon did not volunteer to carry the cross. They could have met him and he volunteered to carry the cross. It wasn't... He didn't volunteer. They forced him. And most likely it was because he was a foreigner. Yes, Serene, like I said, is in Libya. Okay? So he was a foreigner. And that's why they could force him to carry that cross. So they seized Simon from Serene who was on his way in from the country and put the cross on him and made him carry it, carry it behind, carry it behind Jesus. In other words, Jesus was in front and Simon was behind him. Now, if you were Simon, you would have refused. If I was Simon, look, let me not talk about any other person. Let me talk about myself. If I was Simon, I would have refused carrying that cross. A cross is an instrument of death. A cross, I repeat, is an instrument of death. You carry the cross. You were planning to die on that cross. If you carry the cross in, in Jesus' day, during their time, it was because you had been sentenced to death. You were going to die on that cross. Yes. Okay? So, it mean, it's only criminals and those who have been sentenced for for grievous crime ever carried crosses okay so that mark that stigma would be on him for the rest of his life okay so it wasn't something to just do because uh, you you liked to do it so yes i thought to just mention that he carried it behind jesus 27 says a large number of people followed him including women who mourned and wailed for him remember Matthew and Mark did not capture this part. So, in other words, so let's try and get a, a good picture of this now. We just read Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23. We just read 27. And it will be important to go back to Matthew, to go back to Matthew again and see if we can we can we can draw this out. Okay? The picture, the exact picture of what we we see right there when they forced Simon to carry the cross, Matthew chapter 27, Matthew is exactly the same with Mark. We don't need to check Mark. 27, that's Matthew chapter 27 verse 33. When they forced Simon to carry the cross, it says they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. They didn't say, Matthew and Mark did not say anything that transpired while Jesus was on the way. Golgotha is outside the city of Jerusalem. Okay? So, it was quite a distance Jesus had to walk. Matthew and Mark did not capture this. They did not. Okay? They went straight from Simon 
they captured that Simon took the cross from Jesus and then landed straight in Golgotha. No, that's not exactly what happened. It says, verse 27 now, let's go back to, let's now go back to Luke. Luke chapter 23, verse 27 says that a large crowd of people followed him. A large crowd of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. And I'm sure you have a picture in your mind what that would have been like, right? They were not involved in his crucifixion. They knew how good he had been to them. Many of them had free meals, bread made in heaven. Many of them ate, you know, fresh bread for the first time. You know, they, 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 they saw the miracles that he did. And so seeing him sentenced as a criminal would have been devastating for them. So naturally they would have been on the road mourning and crying you know the women some of them would have wanted to touch him the soldiers would have pushed them away right yes he said including women and who mourned and wailed they mourned and wailed for him so that's why i said it's important to note the things that matthew and mark captures and the thing the new things that we are discovering now now Verse 28 says that Jesus turned and said to them, that's to the women who were willing, daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves, for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, blessed are the childless women, the women that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. I'm telling you, this is literally a curse on Jerusalem. Okay, so I don't, nobody will expect that Jesus was placing a curse on Jerusalem, but I'm telling you, this city will experience these words severally. Daughters of Jerusalem, listening, listen to me. The time will come when you will say, blessed are the childless women. In other words, you will be going through so much turmoil. You will be going through a siege, through war, through pain, that it would have been better to not have children at all. That's exactly what, essentially, what Jesus was telling them. It would have been better not to have children at all. So blessed is the childless woman. Okay? The womb that never bore and and the breast that never nursed. Since then, since then, they, they will say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. Of course, Jesus is quoting Hosea chapter 10, verse 8. And I think to an extent, Jesus is talking about his second coming, right? When he is coming a second, just imagine those who killed him. When they see him coming, the Bible says, they will see the one whom they pierced. The one they pierced, they will see him coming in the clouds. So they will say to the eels, cover us. It says, for if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? <laughs> and I get the green tree will be Jesus, right? His earthly meaning. While he was right here on this earth, what would they do 
What will happen when it is dry? When Jesus steps out of the way? I'm telling you, it, was, it has been brutal for the church. For those who are wondering why, why does it feel like it's a crime to be a Christian in some places right now all over the world, I'm talking about 2023, some places all over the world, almost every opinion you can share as a Christian is stemmed bigotry. It's either you are misogynist, misogynistic, you are racist, or you are bigotry. You know, every opinion you want to share. Okay, Jesus said it was coming. What we did, what will happen when it is dry? So from there, Luke then goes straight to Golgotha. Does not mention to us that it's Golgotha. You see how when we are doing an harmonization, okay, it's because you have done an harmonization yourself. That's why when you were reading it in Luke, you know you knew that he went to Golgotha. And you knew also that um that Jesus okay um talked to these people like this. Well while he didn't when he did it when he, when we read it in Matthew and Mark. So he says two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, which is Golgotha, Luke does not tell us that it's Golgotha, the place of the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, agree, we have read it, right? Jesus did not say anything at least in terms of this prayer in Matthew and Mark. Jesus said, the only words of Jesus captured in Matthew and Mark is Eloi, Eloi, Lamax, Sabbath, Tani. Okay? And Jesus has said quite a few things. Now on the cross, he has been crucified. Jesus says in verse 34, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. It says, and they divided, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. Okay? They do, it says, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Now, if again, if you have a good Bible, you would have noted that the annotation would have reminded you here that some early manuscripts do not have this sentence. This father, forgive them for they don't, for they do not know what they are doing. It's not in some manuscripts. Okay? So, um, again, does it remove from the story of what has happened? This lines up with John. Okay? Lines up perfectly with John and makes it the possibility how someone could have mistakenly inserted it into, into Luke. But it's right here. Forgive them for they know not what they don't, they do not know what they are doing. He says, and they divided up, up his clothes by casting lots. By casting lots meant that they simply gambled for it. He says, the people stood watching. Okay, they stood watching. Um, we note that they did not offer him wine, right? They did not offer him wine before his crucifixion in Luke, right? 
Yes, they did not offer him wine. Why they did in Matthew and Mark. You see how when you are harmonizing and four people are telling the story, you are able to grasp the full picture, right? <laughs> so the people, the people stood watching, verse 30, 35 now, and the rulers even snared at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself. If he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. Since the soldiers also came up and mocked him, they offered him wine and said, if you are the, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. From the way Lucas arranged it, what do you think? Did the soldiers offer him the wine before his crucifixion? We know that Matthew and Mark tells us they offered him wine before the crucifixion. It feels as if this mocking, even though Luke has put it here, the soldiers offering him wine, okay, uh, was likely done before his crucifixion, even though it's not arranged like that here, right? Yes. Because 34 already said they already crucified him. That was why he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Since and then they divided up his clothes by casting lots. That meant they already crucified him. It's now in 35 and 30, in actually 36 that we are reading that the soldiers mocking him. It says the soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, if you are the king of the of the Jews save yourself okay so some people might have asked might be wondering why were the soldiers this cruel to Jesus hmm I'm not sure we have the time to take that if I can I will take it tomorrow but just note that before Jesus there had been many uprisings many uprisings against see uh, usually the Jews don't take they don't take light you know to to occupation they don't at all and so before now there had been several uprisings that had led to the death the death of 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 a lot of soldiers almost every empire that had come were resisted by Jews okay so whenever anybody comes who is leading a rebellion the soldiers are usually very, very hard. Soldiers are usually hard on them. Okay? So that's the reason why they were treating Jesus like this. Because really, if you want to understand it, they didn't have any reason to be behaving like this. We know why the, the teachers of the law, the elders and the chief priests, why they were snaring at him. But I thought to explain to us why the soldiers were behaving like that. He says, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. He says, there was a written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. This is the king of the Jews. You know, I love harmonization. Remember, Matthew said that this is Jesus, right? The king of the Jews. Uh, here, he says that this is the king of the Jews. This is one of the criminals who hung there, odd insult at him. If you read Matthew and Mark, he says the criminals that were crucified with him, they heard insult at him. Um, it's possible that they both initially, but we know that one of them, okay, eventually repented and rebuked the other one from Luke. One of the criminals who hung 
there hurled insult at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourselves and us. Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said, since you you are since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. In other words, these are criminals, maybe murderers. Okay? An eye for an eye, the Jewish law says so. Maybe they had killed people. So they deserved to die. What did Jesus do to deserve all this? This man says, we are getting what our deeds deserve. See, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. <laughs> Again, listen, listen, okay? Um, remember that Matthew and Mark does not capture all of these conversations. Not at all. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. What do you think? Do you think Jesus was joking? No. These were some of his last words. If Jesus said he was going to be with him in paradise on that day, even though he had been all his life a criminal, and they was repenting right there on the cross that day, uh, it meant, it meant, yes, that he was he was going to be on that he was going to be in paradise with jesus that day okay so very very important very very important that we note that okay now it says truly i tell you today uh, you will be with me in paradise 44 it was now about noon take note of the timing about noon and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon now this lines up with Matthew and Mark. Say, for the sun stopped shining and the curtains of the temple was turned in two. It is Luke that captured this. Matthew and Mark did not. Was turned in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. You see that? Luke does not capture L-O-I. Eloi, Lamakt, Sabakt, Tani. No. He just said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Eloi, Eloi, Lamakt, Sabakt, Tani. It's Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Okay? He says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. Okay? He breathed his last. And this is exactly where we stopped. When we come back, we'll come and read the reaction of the centurion or the reaction of the soldiers and the rest of them from all of them. And then we read about the burial of Jesus. Of course, that is the end of his earthly ministry. Okay, so let's go now to the book of John. And I'm tempted for us not to rush this John. What do you think? Because our time is fast spent. But I don't want us to rush this John. Because in paying attention to Luke, you can see the amount of new information that we now have. New information that we now have. Okay? So very important. I don't want us to I don't want us to rush to rush this rush this. Okay? So um we'll find 
John's account in John chapter 19. Let's read it a little bit and then I guess we'll stop and then continue John tomorrow so that we can just round up everything tomorrow. Okay? So in John chapter 19, it says, So the soldiers took charge of Jesus after Pilate handed him to them. Okay? Took charge of Jesus carrying his own cross. So when Jesus left that place, he was carrying his own cross. Matthew, Mark, Luke did not say that. Matthew, Mark, you will have to infer because they said they met Simon of Cyrene on the way, right? <laughs> so it would have meant that Jesus was carrying his cross, carrying his cross from most likely from um, where the garrison, where the soldiers were, where they were, they had mocked and beaten him, or where the judgment throne of 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 Pilate. Okay, he would have been carrying the cross from there before before Simon of Cyrene met, met him. But John tells us specifically that he was carrying his own cross. He went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. So that's the destination, Golgotha. And there they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, and Jesus in the middle one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fasting to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Okay, so again, John is giving us information that we don't have because he says that many of the Jews read these signs for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. Now, I want us to stop there, okay? I don't want us to go to go for that. We'll take John's account better tomorrow now let's go back let's go back to luke okay because from there um jesus was then crucified but notice jesus of nazareth the king of the jews if you read matthew and mark it says this is jesus this is jesus the king of the jews i'll confirm that tomorrow but in reading luke we we have a better picture Jesus told the, the, the women of Jerusalem, Ah, hey, hey, a time is coming where some of you will cry to the mountains, fall on us. To the hills, cover us. And Jesus also told us, the body of Christ, if they did, were doing this while he was around, when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Okay, so... These are things I want us to pay attention to in the book of Luke. We also pay attention to the conversation, the words of Jesus. Jesus forgave the people. He says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus teaches us a very important lesson. Even on the cross, he forgave them. Even while they were killing him, he forgave them. And big lessons for us to learn this morning. Father, we say thank you. 
Jesus, we say thank you for dying again on that cross for us. We give you all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us to imbibe these lessons. Help us to imbibe these lessons and to practice this in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, before we go, announcement again from tomorrow. Our devotionals will drop between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. All right, thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy your day.